everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. I forgot what day it was. Look at the week just marching away I without know. you. It's zooming by. Yes, it is. Uh, it's zooming by because we're going on a trip uh, Friday night. We are. Right? Yeah, we are. that's going to be exciting. So we'll still, will we have a Friday show? We will have a Friday show, but we won't have a Monday show or a Wednesday show Oh my week. goodness. What are people going to do? I don't know. And it's Valentine's Day. It we is. Have a Valentine's Day show. So speaking of Valentine's Day, the Disney Parks blog um, is cluing us into the new uh, wallpapers that they have for Valentine's Day. I think that these wallpapers are the best thing ever. Yes. How long have they had them? Like that they've been doing these wallpapers. A couple of years now. And you talk, we talk about them on the podcast all the time. Yep. And I never even knew what the point was or how to get them, but you showed me, mm-hmm. and now I'm obsessed. All right. So like every week and a half, I change the wallpaper on my uh, on my desk monitors. Okay, at work. that's good to know. Yeah. So I put up some old Valentine's Day ones because they didn't have 2024 Valentine's well, wallpapers. But now they do. According to the Disney Parks blog, the 2024 wallpapers are up. Yay! There are six of them. Three of them are for Valentine's Day. Okay. And three of them are for Valentine's Day. Oh, I don't like that. So the three Valentine's Day ones are uh, Russell and Doug. I have met you. I have just met you and I love you. Very Which nice. I think is a great one. Yes. Uh, Be Mine, Mine, Mine featuring the seagulls from Finding Nemo. That one's awesome. And Love at First Flight from Soren. Now, I don't necessarily think of Soren. No, that one's as, not great. As uh, something that says love. No. Um, and would you like to talk about the Valentine's Day ones? Sure. They have Ursula with a You Leave Me Speechless um, wallpaper. Uh, they have a uh, Have a Mirror, I See Myself in Your Future. Who is that? That's Gaston. Oh, Gaston. Okay. And then uh, Captain Hook has Hooked on You. Yeah, that's a pretty cool That one, one I kind of like, too. So these wallpapers are available through the Disney Parks blog. If you just search on wallpapers, and they're available for your mobile phone, Apple Watch, and your desktop and or iPad. So very cool. Awesome. When you're looking at um, the, what, Disney Eats pages? Yeah, yeah, there's always all these pictures of of Disney food. And if you're wondering how those um, food photos look so beautiful, there's a story here on the Disney Parks blog that tells you all about it. Yeah, it's just a very interesting story. At least I thought it was interesting about uh, Disney cast member David Nguyen. uh, And he is a food photographer for Disney. And, you know, a couple of years ago, we did a Virgin Cruise. And there was a guy on the cruise who was a food vlogger and Mm -hmm. blogger. And this guy was taking photos like an inch and a half from the food. Yeah, with his big fancy camera. With a big camera and gigantic lenses. And it made me think about this because there's a picture like that in this story. Right. And some of the shots that they get with the food, you know, it it makes it look really, really good. Yeah, well, and it's also styled. It's styled perfectly, too. It's not, you know, I love when they show you like the Dole Whip, um, photos of they have a special one and it has like the uh i don't know it's like stitch and it has like little stitch ears on it Mm -hmm. and they take the photo and it's so perfect and then you go and order it and it's like they put like one ear on and it's like stuck in the wrong place right but they tried (laughs) sort of but yeah when you're doing the ones specifically for photography of course you make it perfect and then you do this amazing photography to make it look even better right i just i found it interesting in the story uh, that he was talking about disney is now showing that food itself is an attraction um, and that people are drawn to the food, and that's kind of why he takes his photos, you know, in the style that he does. Right. And, you know, it makes, you know, maybe you see something and it makes you want to stop there and get it, and you you just walk by that location and not order right. the, 
you wouldn't order the red velvet cupcake with the mini bow, but right. you saw a picture of it and you thought it looked really good. Right. So just an interesting read on the Disney Parks blog uh, um. about uh, David and his work. And that is our last story on the Disney Parks blog. So let's head on over to California where they've got some uh, rough times going on. Yeah, um, the Disneyland Resort theme parks are going to be closing early on February 5th. So this was uh, yesterday um, because there was a state of emergency. Yeah, they closed early on the 4th and the 5th uh, due to the state of emergency, due to the rains and storms affecting uh, California. Uh, There was a state of emergency called in eight counties. Uh, One of those is Orange County, which is where Disneyland is located. And Anaheim itself was under a wind and flood advisories uh, due to an atmospheric river, uh, which is where the water vapor in the air becomes a large volume of rain and or snow. So, uh, you know, rough times. We've seen pictures of mudslides and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, The parks closed both of those days uh, at 8 p.m., so a couple hours early. Mm. Uh, We just uh, hope that everybody uh, remains safe and, you know, that it's, it's not too bad out there. Yeah. So that's all the news in California. Let's head on over to Walt Disney World in Florida. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the uh, progress that's being made on the Communicore Hall at Epcot. All right. Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza are the next sections that will debut in Epcot. And they have done a lot more work on the exterior of the building, which is in the new World Celebration area. They have added paint and black paneling. Okay. So I know that uh, that sounds good. The the paint is a primer, and uh, we're hoping that these open up at some point in the spring. I know. I wanna I wanna see them while we're still you know gung ho with our annual passes because once these things expire, we're moving on to greener pastures. Right. So Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza were originally slated to open in 2023. They're going to be opening later this year. We still don't have a time frame. Um, Communicore Hall is named after the Communicore Pavilion that originally opened as part of Epcot in 1982. Uh, They're going to have a permanent Mickey and Friends meet and greet. They're going to have a demo kitchen, a gallery space, a mixology bar, uh, and a stage area for performances. Now, unfortunately, that sound that you heard was not a performance uh, being scheduled for that area. No. But it was my alarm telling me that uh, it's time to do the show. Is that what it is? Yes, we're actually ahead of schedule. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us go. Yes. All right. Um, this is exciting news. Uh, Disney is now accepting submissions for The Little Mermaid, A Musical Adventure, which is the new show that's going to replace The Voyage of the Little Mermaid at Hollywood Studios. That's right. Online submissions are now open for the new Little Mermaid show. This is going to be a fully reimagined theatrical production inspired by the animated version of The Little Mermaid. Uh, so they are seeking Ariel's between the height of 5'2 and 5'6. She is a, f- a spirited, fun-loving, yet curious mermaid princess who longs to be part of the human world. They're looking for a pop soprano with belt to sea. Not sure what that means. Uh, Prince Eric is between 5'10 and 6 feet tall. He is uh, ro- uh, charismatic and fearless. He is a romantic who never gives up on his heart's desire, and it is a non-singing role. So that sounds perfect for me. If I could just gain uh, four or five inches right. in height, I would be good. Uh, so if you're interested, you can submit your uh, uh, resume online. And uh, There's instructions for yeah. how to do it. Yeah, if you, uh, I'm sure if you Google it, you will find them. Exactly. And I, I do look forward to that show reopening. I think it has one of the better waiting areas. They they did a lot of work in there a number of yeah. years ago, and it's very well themed. 
It um, was maybe our favorite attraction at Hollywood Studios when mm-hmm. the girls were young. Right. Because, it, you know, it wasn't a scary ride and there was never like a terrible line. And it, it was just always so great. I mean, just really well done and actual live singing. We always enjoyed it. So it's been a bummer that it's been closed for so long. Exactly. All right. Um, let's see. In Hollywood Studios, Walt Disney presents the refurbishment that was supposed to be coming up has been either postponed or canceled because it's no longer on the calendar. That's right. It has been removed from the calendar. It was supposed to close on Monday, February 12th and remain closed through March 1st. Uh, but apparently the closure is no listed, uh, no longer listed for that uh, attraction that is right next door to the Ariel building. So it would be tough if that whole building was empty and not doing anything. Yeah. So right now, the only refurbishment going on at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios is the Rocket Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith and their gift shop, Rock Around the Shop. But those are both expected to open later this summer. Uh, no one knows when the Walt Disney Presents is going to be refurbished uh, because it is currently listed on the Walt Disney World operating calendar through April 5th of this year. Um, If you've never been, this is a walkthrough attraction. It looks back at 100 years of history celebrating Walt Disney. And then at the end, there is a room that has an uh, aerial meet and greet with the live action version of The Little Mermaid. Oh, I don't know if I knew that. Yes. Okay. That's fun. She's not there all the time. When we went, uh, she had already left. Oh, okay. A Discovery Island walkway where guests usually can observe flamingos and other creatures um, is closed for some refurbishment. That's right, and that's in Disney's Animal Kingdom. The walkway is right in front of Island Mercantile. Uh, as you're walking towards Pete Safari, it's right next to the Otter Grotto. Okay. Uh, that just that's fun to say. I don't Otter know, Grotto. Do I ever? I don't know if I've ever watched otters there. No, I no. did. I did last time. Okay. You and you and the girls had gone somewhere, yeah, maybe to a usually, restroom. We're usually marching off somewhere. Right. There are two walkways in this area. Uh, the one closest. Uh, there's one that goes around the Tree of Life. Um, but there is another walkway there as well, and uh, that is the one that is closed. So there are a small construction walls blocking the space there. Okay. Because it is the end of the Disney 100 celebrations, um, and now it is 2024, there is a new line of pressed pennies at Disney World. That's right. If you had been collecting the pressed, uh, sorry, the Disney 100 souvenir coins, uh, those machines have been repurposed, and they are now doing the 2024 pressed pennies. Um, You can get them at all of the parks. They're also available at Disney Springs. But did you know that they're also available at certain resorts? Okay. Uh, They're available at the Boardwalk, Fort Wilderness, the Contemporary, the Polynesian, Grand Floridian, Pop Century, Wilderness Lodge, and Port Orleans. Interesting. So it is not every every resort. Do you know how much a souvenir penny costs now? Uh, I think it's... Oh, I was going to say it's a dollar one, but you don't even have to put in your own penny anymore. Right. You must use cash for a single penny. Uh, but a credit card can be used for a full set. Interesting. So each machine usually has four or five pennies in them, sometimes more. Uh, and uh, they're a nice little souvenir. It used to be cool when they were 51 cents and you brought your own penny. Yeah, we liked And then bringing, it got pressed. Yeah, we liked bringing y- your own penny. That yeah, was, that it was, was fun. Nice. And putting in the little quarters. You know, we had our little, uh, what was it, the M&M, M&M minis tube yep. full of quarters. Yeah, it was just perfect to stack two quarters and a penny, two quarters and a penny, two quarters yep. and a penny. Yeah. And then every time we saw one, we'd take out 51 cents. We had the little book to pop them into. Yeah, I still have that. Do you? Of course yes. you do. You know me, I don't, I don't throw out anything. No, you don't. You are the Marie Kondo of this house. You empty everything. It's all about feng shui and decluttering and nesting, and I hoard. 
I just try to balance you out. That's all. There you go. All right, getting into cruising news. Disney Cruise Line has announced that Disney Band Plus is now on sale for guests that are going to be sailing on the Disney Wonder beginning on March 19th. That's right. The Disney Band Plus can be used to unlock your stateroom door or to charge. Um, I guess they also have the uh, haptic technology Mm -hmm. and the flashing. So I'm sure that incorporates that into the fireworks performance, maybe even the dance party. I don't know. Um, But you can get those uh, beginning on March 19th for the Wonder, which will make them operational on all five Disney cruise ships. I was not very impressed with the whole Magic Band Plus thing. I don't think we knew enough about it. Maybe. So the the Magic Band Plus, which is like the Disney Band Plus, and actually if you're going on the cruise ship, you can use your Magic Band Plus uh, on the ship. Um, But uh, in the parks, the Magic Band Plus has additional functionality when you're talking, when you're going past some of the statues. Uh, There are certain statues that interact with it. And I just, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, but the interacting with it was like, all it does is like light up. And sometimes they talk to you as you're going by. Oh, the statues talk to you? Yeah, it's not a conversation. Um, but uh, it's pretty cool technology. I don't know. I'm sure it's something that will enhance. They're expensive, but you know what the difference is between Magic Band Plus and Magic Bands? What? They're rechargeable, so you only have to buy one. You don't need one for every trip. Okay, well, let's talk over how many Magic Bands from, what, 15 years ago, it feels like now, from, what, 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how many of those have died. None. Not one. (laughs) All of our Magic Bands from... Seem to still work. They do still work. We have one that um, Tony had popped the medallion part out of the middle and put it in it's like a keychain holder thing so we know that one's really old and it still works right it's on a small carabiner i like it easier than trying to move my wrist around into unnatural positions yeah so it's funny you you say they can be recharged but i don't know maybe they don't have to have one die yet nope it's time for your favorite part of the show entertainment news that's right entertainment news if you are a fan of technology you know recently that apple uh released their apple vision pro Um, As we announced uh, last month, Disney Plus is part of the launch, uh, and you can actually turn your space into one of four 3D Disney Plus scenes like Star Wars or Marvel, the Scare Floor of Monsters, Inc., and the Disney Plus Theater, which is inspired by Hollywood's El Capitan Theater. Um, As far as content goes, Disney, I'm sorry, viewers can watch 42 Disney films in 3D, and uh, you can also uh, watch any movies that you have purchased from Apple TV uh, at no additional cost. So if you have movies in your iTunes account, I believe you can watch them there. Okay. So a new way to watch movies on your Apple Vision Pro. I don't think I will be getting one of them. They look very cool, but they are super expensive. And, I bet. And out of, out of my budget right now. All right. And it was announced today that Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers will be launching a new streaming app Uh, that is going to bundle all of their sports channels together. Mm -hmm. It's going to be combining Disney's ESPN, Warner Brothers TNT, and Fox Sports into one app. Each company will own one-third of the app, which is going to have a new brand and independent management team. It is scheduled to launch this fall. Okay, so it's all sports stuff. It is. Okay. You may remember that earlier this year, the announcement was made that there was going to be a theater version uh, of The Mandalorian and Grogu, a feature-length film. Okay. Uh, And they have announced that production is going to begin on June 17th of this year in Los Angeles. The film is going to be uh, directed by series creator Jon Favreau, 
who you may remember directed uh, the original Iron Man movie and was a part of the early Marvel Cinematic Universe. They have not yet confirmed any casting, um, and uh, they have not really given a synopsis of the movie. Uh, we just know that it is going to be filmed this summer. All right. Speaking of Star Wars and Disney+, Plus, you may remember Gina Carano from the early episodes, uh, early seasons of The Mandalorian. She was fired in 2021 due to some uh, statements she had made on social media. Um, well, she is now suing Disney as well as Lucasfilm for her firing, and the uh, case, her case is being bankrolled uh, by Elon Musk. So uh, weird. By X. Okay. Because she made the statement on Twitter, which was formerly what? Uh, X is now known as, and uh, they are committed to free speech, so they are going to provide financial support for her lawsuit. Okay. You know, there have been rumors that Disney Plus was going to begin cracking down on password sharing, and then we had a story on Monday about Hulu cracking down on password sharing. Well, beginning today, February 6th, Disney Plus began emailing subscribers about changes to their new terms of service. Uh, to make it harder for people to access the service using login credentials that aren't actually theirs. Uh, these are, uh, it's a few months after Disney implemented the same measures for their Canadian subscribers. Uh, so Disney's agreement, uh, new user agreement is dated January 25th and lets existing subscribers know that the uh, new restrictions will go into effect on March 14th. All right. It's all getting very annoying. It is. It's just, they're trying to squeeze every last penny out of people and it's exhausting. Hey, that's all the news from Disney, so let's head on over and see what's going on at Universal. All right. A troll coaster spider figure has appeared in DreamWorks Land at Universal Studios Florida. That would be the Troller Coaster. Oh, troller Coaster, not Troller, troller coaster. coaster. You get it? It sounds like Roller Coaster, but it's got a T at the beginning. Okay. Because it's themed after Trolls. Got it. You know the Trolls movies? I mean, Troll Coaster isn't that far off. No, but it's a Troller Coaster. Okay, all right. Uh, so as Cheryl mentioned, the DreamWorks land is under construction, uh, but over some of the top of the construction walls, uh, you can see a giant spider figure on the Troller Coaster. Uh, that is being added, as well as a web. Uh, the spider is purple and teal with green spe uh, green spiky hair. Ooh, he looks scary. He does. Um, if you can see from the original, uh, in the original concept art, it does look pretty much like it was being uh, uh, displayed there. And then, oh, we are. Do we have to talk about the stump again? Yes. <laughs> Shrek's swamp painting continues. Um, different shades of brown and tan have been added to the tree trunk. And they're adding fake foliage to the base of the tree. This is probably one of the worst updates. These tree trunk updates are, are just terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it has been noted that, uh, you know, we, we know that Shrek's meet and greet, Shrek and Donkey are getting a meet and greet at Shrek's house. Well, it looks like they're going to be adding a playground there as well. Very cool. Yeah. As in, and a water play area. Ooh. The Mardi Gras celebration has begun at Universal Orlando. Um, they have the international flavors of Carnival. The food booths have opened, and there looks to be some pretty tasty treats. That's right. The event takes place at the Universal Studios uh, from February 3rd through April 7th. They do have a number of food booths this year. Um, real quickly, they have a they are Belgium, a Bloody Mary bar, Brazil, Canada, China, Coca-Cola, Market Square, Colombia, France, Germany, Italy, Mexico, desserts from New Orleans, the Philippines, Puerto Rico, Spain, Thailand, 
and those are the countries that are represented. Uh, much like they do at Universal's festivals, there are small bite and mm-hmm. small plate offerings and usually some type of alcoholic beverage offered at each one of these uh, locations. I think the most interesting to me is the Bloody Mary uh, with the um, chicken sandwich uh, attached <laughs> to like it. like a Louisiana hot chicken sandwich or something. Yeah, that is the Bloody Mary Wild. It is $19.50 for the 20-ounce version. Um, and as I mentioned, it does have a, a chicken sandwich on it. <laughs> Most of the pricing seems pretty similar to what you see at Disney World. Um, you know, looks fun. The same same number of menu items. Typically, there's like uh, two or three food items and then a few drinks. Right. And those small bites generally cost between 7 to $9. Yeah. So a uh, nice offering if you're going to head over there for Mardi Gras. Very good. In a quick bit of Universal Entertainment news, it has been announced that the next Jurassic World film... Uh, will be released in January of 2020, I'm sorry, July of 2025. Um, And that is based on a graphic that was posted to their Instagram page uh, that was a single photo of the Tyrannosaurus Rex graphic that we all know from the Jurassic films, along with the release date, July 2nd, 2025. Uh, It is not expected that uh, Christopher Pratt uh, will be back in this one. It's expected to be a new cast, uh, and it will not involve any of the original cast members uh, like Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern, uh, right. who, who came back for the last Jurassic Park movie. Okay. Are you excited for another Jurassic Park movie, or do you think they're just driving it into the ground? If Chris Pratt's not in it, I'm not excited. All right. I love when we do these stories. Why is that? Well, so this one is about uh, SeaWorld, Orlando, SeaWorld Orlando. Um, they have their partial concert lineup for the Seven Seas Festival. Right. My favorite part about this is Tony is going to read off all the different artists and the dates that they're coming, and I just love hearing all the names of these artists, most of which we have never heard of. All right. So SeaWorld Orlando has some concerts uh, during their Seven Seas Food Festival. The festival began last, last week. The performances are scheduled for Saturdays and Sundays during the event, which does run through May 19th. So here is what we know so far. February 10th, Colt Ford. February 17th, Gente de Zona. February 24th, Hanson. Woo! February 25th, Newsboys. March 2nd, Gloria Gaynor. March 3rd, Night Ranger. March 16th, Corey Kent. March 24th, Warrant. Wow. April 6th, Grupo Nietzsche. April 18th, Hoopastank. <laughs> and April 28th, Ludacris. Uh, last week, kicking off the event were Cool and the Gang and Josh Turner. Uh, the concerts are held at Bayside Stadium and are included with your regular SeaWorld admission. Uh, you can get uh, reserved seating uh, uh, for an additional price. So uh, they have more than 200 food and beverage options available during the festival as well. So I think I knew maybe six of those artists. I wonder what the Warrant guys are looking like these days. Um, yeah, and Night Ranger and Gloria Gaynor has got to be I don't really 70 know. years old. I Will Survive. The disco song was Gloria Gaynor. Mm, okay. So, um, yeah, she's she's pretty old. And Cool in the Gang is pretty old. Right. Um, Hanson, those guys have to be at least 40 by now. <laughs> yeah, I think they're still pretty young. Right. So if you're headed down to SeaWorld, you might just want to check that out. All right. Legoland has set an opening date for its new Ferrari-themed attraction. That's right. Legoland Florida, which is located in Winter Haven, has announced that their new Ferrari-themed attraction, the Lego Ferrari Build and Race Experience, will open on March 8th. 
In this experience, you can digitally create and test a race car and compete with other racers. There will also be a life-size Ferrari, Ferrari 296 GTS model made of thousands of Lego bricks, and visitors will be able to sit in the driver's seat of the uh, of the replica. Fun. That's right. This attraction was announced in November and is in uh, an existing building in the Pirate's Cove uh, section of the park. They do have similar experiences at Legoland California and Legoland Windsor, which is in England. All right. All right. Well, that's all the news for today. We'll be back on Friday with a show before we leave for Walt Disney World. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 